to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi friends, it is Carla here, and today we are tackling a really heavy feeling. We are tackling when I'm feeling hopeless. Hopelessness to me is kind of like at that very end rung of the ladder where you are in your lowest of lows, where you cannot fathom anything different. You cannot fathom rescue. Hopelessness often goes with depression and anxiety. And in my experience with hopelessness, it just takes you to the point where you feel is life even worth living because nothing's going to change. And, you know, the devil wants you to feel hopeless because here's the reality of our hopelessness. It means we've kind of given up on our faith, doesn't it? When we believe nothing's going to change, when we believe there's no rescue for us, we've, we've kind of given up. We've given up our faith. And, you know, hope is being able to know that there is light despite only seeing darkness. Hope is knowing that the sun is going to rise after the darkness of night there's faith in that. You know, another thing for hope is an expression about hope is that expectation, right? That faith in things not yet seen. Hope is an expectation for a certain thing to happen. It's a feeling of trust. So the opposite of that in hopelessness is despair, a belief that things will never get better. And I know in the depths of some of my darkest depressive episodes, I was hopeless. If you listen to my first episode in season one, you know, as a teenager, I tried to take my own life. I was hopeless. I didn't think things could change. And now that I'm a little older and a little wiser, there's something else I've come to recognize about hopelessness. Hopelessness often happens when we look to the outside or the inside to be our hero, rather than looking heaven side. We look for ourselves to be the hero in our situation and save ourselves. We look for our circumstances to change and to create a rescue. Maybe we look to a boss or a spouse to be the hero of our situation. And ultimately, all those things will fail. All those things will disappoint. Your spouse cannot be your own hero. You cannot be your own hero. Your circumstances can't be where you derive hope because circumstances are not within your control. And we are told in the Bible that we're going to face trials. So we cannot attach our faith and our hope to circumstance. No, 
In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, but he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. So where should we be looking? To the grace of God. You know, another thing I've learned about hopelessness is it really happens when we have a narrow perspective on what is possible, right? Like we only see one possible outcome for our rescue and we don't believe it will happen. We have a narrow perspective on what is possible, but we read in Luke 137, nothing will be impossible with God. We can't imagine in our limited imaginations how God can work. We have to trust that he will work, even if we can't see how, even if we have our narrow perspective. We cannot be married to our perspective. We need to be married to the truth of who God is. And he does not lie when he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. He will not leave you or forsake you. When he says, I will rescue you, he will rescue you. It may require patience. It may require patience in seeing God work, but he will always show up. God is the hero of our story. And when we can get our eyes fixed on that, we can stay connected to hope. When we can build up our faith, we can stay connected to hope. When we trust in who God is, And when we trust in what he says about us, we know that we have a hope and a future, like we read in Jeremiah. You know, Job probably thought that there was no way his situation can be redeemed. He lost everything, everything, even his health, his money, his family. He lost everything, and yet... Where there seemed to be no hope, Job, despite all odds, trusted God, and his situation was redeemed. We have to stop looking for the hero of our story in external things. We have to stop looking at who we are to be the hero of our own story. We are in need of saving We are in need of rescuing. You can't count on yourself to stop you from drowning when you are in the midst of drowning. But God can do it. And oh my goodness, won't he? Won't he do it? He loves you with an everlasting love. Your hope is in the eternal God. Your hope is in your eternal destination. Our life here is but a vapor. And I know sometimes we get so tied to what this life is, but we are living for the kingdom of God. We are living for eternity. This is but a vapor. It may feel hard, but ultimately our hope is in our future destination. And when we stay connected with God, when we keep our faith, when we keep our heart posture in submission and surrender to God, our hope is in heaven. It's in our final destination. 
God is our hero and he rescued us when he went to the cross, died and rose again. Your hope is assured. You don't need to lay waste in your life to hopelessness, to despair, and to believing your situation will never change because that is a lie. That is a lie. We need to get out of our narrow perspective on what is possible and understand the truth that with God, nothing is impossible. I may not see the sun right now, but I know in the morning it is coming. His mercies are new every day. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And so I have three things I want you to do when you start feeling hopeless. Three A's of overcoming hopelessness. The first is to acknowledge Acknowledge God's supreme and loving hand. He is the hero of your situation. He has saved you. He has redeemed you. He has a hope and a future for you. Acknowledge God's ability to do the impossible when you feel like there's no way out. Number two, I want you to argue the opposite. Hopelessness and despair lie to you. They whisper that nothing's ever going to change. They tell you that there is no future for you. They let you only see the brokenness. They let you only see the trial. Hopelessness can't see beyond the pain. You have to argue the opposite. When hopelessness tells you there is no way, you say, no, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. And I am an adopted heir in the family of God. He is my way out. When hopelessness says, that's it, your situation is is never going to be redeemed, you look for the evidence in your life of every time God showed up. You play back the story of God transforming your life. You have to argue the opposite against hopelessness. You have to affirm as you're arguing the truth of who God is and who he created you to be. If he gifted you with breath in your lungs today, then he has a reason for your season and he wants to use you where you are to edify the body and to the glory of the kingdom. The third thing is that you need to act. Act in confidence that God is moving. I'm not saying you're going to feel like it. Sometimes we have to move despite our feelings. We have to not move based on the two things we did before our act step. We have to move because we've acknowledged that God is supreme and he is the hero. We have to move because we've argued against hopelessness and pointed to the hope of Jesus. Then we have to act. We have to move in confidence that God is working all things out for good. And that may mean getting out of bed, taking a shower, and showing up in work. That may mean acting in forgiveness and love to a spouse that's hurt you. That may mean 
acting like you love your neighbor even when inside you don't. You're going to act out the personhood of Jesus operating in your life. These things aren't easy when you feel hopeless. These things aren't easy. Hopelessness is not easy. Moving out of it is not easy. So which hard are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the hard of staying in your hopeless state and just thinking on all the, the, the negative thoughts? Or are you going to do the hard in surrendering and submitting your despair to Jesus, glorifying him for who he is, acknowledging him as the hero, arguing against hopelessness and speaking truth over it, acting in confidence that God is moving. Sometimes we have to choose our heart. We have to act. Act as if until our spirit and our heart fall in line. There is hope. There is hope. God's grace is sufficient for you where you are right now. Turn it over to God. His grace is sufficient for you. Nothing is impossible with God. You may not be able to see the way out. But God sees all. Nothing is impossible with God. And that is the hope that we have to cling to. That is how we have to see that God is our hero because nothing is impossible with God. I'm limited. Your spouse is limited. Your circumstances are limited. God is limitless. The affirming truth for today is God is the hero of my story and he never fails. And we look to Psalm 41 and 2. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. I waited patiently. Yes, you might have to wait but the Lord is hearing your cry. He will draw you up out of the pit. He will put your feet on a rock and secure your steps in Jesus' name. There is hope. God is the hero of your story and he is coming to rescue you. His mercies are new every morning, friend. And he has a future for you and a purpose for you. And I want you to cling to that truth today. Bless you. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one -on -one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one -on -one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.